What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Hello, guys. <laughs> Hello. Welcome, 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 guys. I'm Casey. I'm here with Hendrix. We are two awkward ass millennials, and I'm welcoming you guys to the 2 a.m. podcast. What it do? What's going on, good people? I hope you guys are all doing well and shit. You know, chopping out the bando. Well and shit. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Why not? I don't know. It's kind of rude. Oh, yeah. you can add in shit to pretty much anything. We're doing chilling and shit. You know what I'm saying? We're doing vibing and shit, mm-hmm. trolling and shit, eating and shit. What? Trolling. Hey, who? Who you, be trolling? You always troll. Oh, I don't troll nothing. Habitual. I'm just, I Habitual just, troller. I just mind my business. I make jokes. Nothing wrong with a couple jokey jokes. I don't troll mm. anybody. Now you're just lying. First, you were like a troll for real though. <laughs> Why you accusing me? It's almost kind of ironic. I mean, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. yes, you do. I mean, I don't admit. I mean, I meant to that. So it's no, cool. no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm a troll. I don't give a fuck. Do something. Troll back. See how ridiculous that is. I mean, it is what it is. Whatever. Hi, right, guys. I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. And your week is off to a wonderful, wonderful fucking start. The, um, what is this? Fucking. Oh, my God. You really are sleepy. May. What? You said wonder fucking. Wonderful fucking start. No, you said wonder fucking. Oh, I didn't. I don't think I did. Anyways. Um, I think that's what you can't hear. So you must be sleepy because. Because I definitely said wonderful fucking start. But anyways, like I was saying, hope you guys are all doing well. Trapping out the bando, making that like good her. money. It's almost May. I, don't uh, like her. I, don't. I hope it's kind of warm wherever you are. We trying. <laughs> Michigan is trying with the weather. We'll see how long it lasts. No, we had a couple good days. That's about it. So I'm trying to see. Let me days. let me look at the. Oh, never mind. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> rain for the next three four days it's only gonna it's gonna rain wednesday and friday and next wednesday but and it's gonna be 46 degrees on wednesday but after that (laughs) 60s and 50s you know it's gonna be 74 next tuesday that sounds like a perfect day to call off yeah i'm off on tuesdays anyway and i would definitely gonna find something to do i know people are gonna mama this one you're gonna see all the posts that say it is hot outside and um i don't get it but apparently Sure Excuse me Are you insinuating something here to share with us please You know what that outside means I don't know what it means it? I don't know what that means Okay I Might, don't I forgot it's a little early in the year for you my butt. I don't know what that means You kick it up later in the summer I don't kick shit up Kick what up What are you insinuating You're insinuating something Sure Your thought activities I don't thought never uh, I don't thought Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, or December I just mind my black ass business in the comfort of my own home And my own bed all alone Hopefully pretty soon Like <laughs> <laughs> next Hour and a half. So, yeah. Um, what? What's been going on? Um, shit. So we can get you in bed. Yeah. Um, J. Cole album drop. I'm fucking with it. Yeah, there's a lot of criticism behind that. Who said what? I mean, a lot of people didn't fuck with it. It was. But, uh, it was J. Cole's version of To Pimp a Butterfly. Was it? Because I didn't really like To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, that's what people, you know, a lot of people like it yeah, now. See, but I like J. Cole's album. And I keep hearing, actually, people who actually like J. Cole, I hear that they like it actually better than, um, For oh, Your Eyes Only. Yes. 
There you go. For your eyes only. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I like what I heard so far. I respect him. I feel like it's a certain level of artistry that J. Cole puts into his music that I really appreciate because I feel like a lot of his stuff is almost like if you listen to it, like the musicality of it, and you listen to what he's saying, he's almost, it's almost like satire, if you will. Oh, yeah. This album is definitely satire, and the people who don't like it are actually like, that was so That's perfect. the point. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like I appreciate the fuck out of it. Um, if I had to choose right now, I need to listen to it throughout a couple more times. I need to listen to it through once, so a couple more times after, like you know, I'm on it independently or whatever. But my favorite two songs right now is Kevin's Heart and uh, 1985. Yeah. I didn't know that he was beefing with Little Pump and whoever the fuck else. But <laughs> um, I don't even say he was beefing with them because it says they just was trying to, you know, whatever, talk shit no, about him. I don't no. think it's a legit beef. It's actually um, a lot of, like, a lot of the young upstart rappers are, I mean, they're young upstart rappers. That's the same shit that happened in the 90s. Like, but I guess I feel like if you are, if you if you trying to come up in a game, why would you come from J. Cole. J. Cole is like a, like a he is very low key into himself. Like he is literally never in the spotlight unless he dropped an album. He dropped his album and then he goes back in his I mean, hole. That's, that's all the more reason to do it because you automatically win because he doesn't give But see fuck. I don't think, I, but that's the thing. It's not even a really a real win. If you want to win come against somebody else. Attack Drake. Attack somebody for real for real or a real legend if you just mad about old people. No I <laughs> I saw a couple, excuse me, I saw a couple interviews and, you know, people were asking about J. Cole or whatever and a couple of people were like, yeah, you know, you hear J. Cole at the club, so I would go, over, you know, I would go with Lil Pump over J. Cole. Cause, See, no, you know, never. No Deja Vu, I still love that song. It's still a lot. Honestly, like, I would like, because I have a lot of every J. Cole album he's ever released on my fucking phone. And if it's shuffled or anything, I listen to it. It's not too much. Like, his first album was like, I put, I put my dad up on J. Cole on that first album in my car. Right. And he was like, on that shit. Like, put, had that shit on his iPod. His iPod. Had that shit on his iPod and everything. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I guess it really depends. I, I guess I, I do hear the bullshit and the backlash and the not about this album particularly, but people are like, oh, J Cole's boring and da 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 da. I mean, it's not for everybody. But I guess you can feel like that about any like semi decent rap, like decent rapper. I do feel like I appreciate J Cole for what he does because I really feel like he's talented. He definitely can rap. I definitely like his music, and I feel I like that he stays. I want to say in his lane. I feel like he creates a lane for himself because every time he comes up with an album, he delivers, and then he goes back to being a recluse. I feel like that's dope. If you can figure out fucking uh, success without with the absence, almost like a complete absence of fame, but it managed to stay out of the fucking limelight when you're not doing something like, okay, like, okay I'll go back out with the fuck with the people because I have to right now because I'm about to no, do right. some music, and then choose, pick and choose when and where. I feel like that's dope as fuck. And I feel like he, when, every time he comes out, he delivers. It's not like he coming out and flopping. You know what I'm saying? No, I know there's something about this album. It's like a record amount of streams, like over Drake. Actually, they said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the album definitely did good. I mean, I mean and he came out of nowhere. Like he was like, "Oh, Jack the J Cole about to drop tomorrow." I'm like, "What? I ain't hearing nothing about this shit." I mean, it's it's kind of been in the workings. It's it's really gonna be a, a pretty good summer for um music. Really, I know uh, the him and uh, him and Kendrick are still you know. Tease and rap fans I mean That's kind of how Music goes Like People record like A hell of a lot of shit And then They just sit on it For the longest That's true Nas's album done Was done Three years ago <laughs> But we'll get it Um, 
according to Kanye, is coming out in June. Oh, okay. That motherfucker. Oh yeah, Kanye was going crazy again, and some people was. It was one thing he said that I retweeted on Twitter about something about being creative or something like that. That was the only thing I retweeted. Everything else was ridiculous nonsense. Then he went on to do some more ridiculous nonsense that made you all remember that he was married to a white woman. Um, Look, man, the motherfucker has blonde hair. Okay. I mean, but James Smith has blonde hair, and he's not an idiot. He's not an idiot. He's just, he's weird as fuck. Though. He is weird. You, wait, hold on. Wait, no, no, no. I take that back. The man wanted to uh, cut his dick off, so you know, mm. Jaden Smith. So you know, I never hear nothing about that, but yeah, that sounds ridiculous. Exactly. So I can't. I can't. But I mean, to each his own. Maybe it's something that he really felt was necessary for his betterment in his life. I honestly don't know or can't relate. I don't have a penile canal, and I don't want one. But you know, more. Power Powers to you and your lost penis, personally. <laughs> it's all fucked up here. Yeah, so um, KOD was streamed 36.6 million times in its first Jeez. 24 hours. So, yeah, he beat Drake by a million streams. So, yeah, that's, that's, especially on the first day. Like, you got damn near 40 million people listening to your album on the first day. That's, that's what's up. It's incredible. I, like I said, you just have to be a hater not to respect Cole, at least to a certain degree. Like I said, I guess it's just like, I really don't understand what you motherfuckers want from rappers. So I feel like J. Cole managed to give you a little bit of a happy medium, but she's like, y'all don't know if y'all want it to be like... They don't want rappers. They're... They don't. That's true. I'm like, I don't know if they don't want... Sh- they don't... It, like, they'll clown you if you are too conscious because you're boring them, right? But Correct. then if you are too unlyrical and too trash, they're gonna clown you anyway. Like, it's literally no winning. Yeah, so, definitely. you just screwed. So, don't try to, you know, work it out. It's not going down. The motherfuckers don't give a fuck regardless. They gonna always have something to say But I fuck with Cole Like I don't have no problem with it I, And I enjoyed the album It was some shit that he was saying I was like come on Yes nigga Say that shit You know what I'm saying Like he was spitting on that motherfucker You know what I'm saying Come on For sure for sure It was definitely um Nah Nah I'm not gonna make that comparison What I mean I made the uh, to, to pimp a butterfly comparison earlier But I was gonna say It had a lot of uh 444-ish kind of vibes to it where... He definitely was dropping knowledge. I love the polite diss track. I love the let me school you. The fact that he said that that young man was going to end up on love and hip-hop took me completely out, but um... I mean, we can take bets now. Like, that's, that's, I respected that's, it. That is, honestly, that is the type of nigga to end up on love and hip-hop. Because I'm like, yeah. um, I still don't know how this nigga looks. Because I keep, like, in my mind, um, Takeshi, whatever, 6 9 or whatever, he is all of them. <laughs> all of the niggas with rainbow hair is one person. Um, so yeah, I don't know shit about who. It, I don't even know who it is. Like I know I got some music on his. I got Gucci Gang on my phone. Yeah, I, I mean, I, he got he got some decent shit to play in the car, but you know. Yeah, like I, I'm, I, don't, I don't even I don't have it on my regular him. playlist. Like it's on only on like my like pre game and hype playlist. Yeah, I don't I don't take him seriously. Like I wouldn't listen to that shit. Like if I was just vibing or chilling or whatever. Like like I'm not gonna listen to that shit like I would some Kendrick or some Jay Z or some Cole. Like I wouldn't vibe to that shit. I would have to strictly be on some drunk and belligerent shit to be like <laughs> that's the same way I feel about like uh, the 6 9 guy cause it's just like he's literally not doing nothing but yelling like I really wanna know oh, yeah, I what like, got them feeling this shit like that he is like a um he's like punk rap like it is ridiculous 
I mean, I literally just be screaming like, I have doubts. My friend was saying about the album before this before I knew who the fuck he was, and I was like, I'm gonna try it out. And they just like, like, what the fuck is this motherfucker talking about? What's wrong with him? I mean, fix it, Jesus. It fits though. That's that's the sad part about a lot of music nowadays. It's like they get beats that are dope, and they like literally ride the beat. So it's like, oh okay, yeah, I listen to it. I mean, that's 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 the formula now. See, I don't know they, because they I'm such now. a lyric girl that I would be like, this shit trash. This shit the fuck off the airwaves. I mean, yeah, it's trash, but you still, you know, you still move your fucking, you know, tapping your feet and shit. See, I haven't got to that point. Every time, like I said, I did add the the, the Takiki shit to my phone, and I literally be like waiting. (laughs) Like, like it'll shuffle on my shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's just... Yelling. Oh yeah, by the way, stop screaming um, at me. We are still doing our Spotify playlist. So um I mean we tweet it out like once a week. Oh yeah, check that out too. But um yeah. I'm definitely always adding to it. That is what I actually listen to in the car I listen to that playlist. Yeah. More than anything. I listen to that on the way to work or wherever I'm going and um yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's not the the normal ten the ten songs that we were doing. It's it's a little bit more whatever you whatever you are today. Right, so whatever we listen to, we add it to the list, and you know it's growing. But uh, check that out. I'll um, put that on Facebook and on Twitter, and maybe screenshot it on Instagram. If somebody reminds me, if y'all don't remind me, I'm not doing it. So good luck with that. Um, so, thanks, jerk. So what about um? So we got music out the way for the most part. Yeah, I went to go see um Rampage today with uh, the Rock and um the Gorilla. Um, how did you like it? It was interesting. Did you know like the the story? I what story i'm saying did you play like the game no you didn't okay. it was a game yeah, it was a video no that wasn't no that wasn't a random like thing nobody could think that shit up it was a video game i mean it felt like something i seen not, not, it didn't feel like something i seen before but it was like this reminds me of power rangers when they like get nasal words or some shit like the way yeah, that sure. them niggas blew them fucking animals up like because oh shit i'm not going to see this in this water um support our future president and if it were today that wouldn't win either um <laughs> It was, uh, like, the way they blew and sped that fucking werewolf up and that goddamn monkey and then had the nerve to bring that big, ugly-ass thing out the water. I said, oh, yeah. hell no. I mean, It yeah. was so fucked up because there was nothing they could do. Yeah. Like, this was the only action with like, the rock. Like, he just was, the only thing he did well was get his ass fucked up. Mm-hmm. And say, nigga, mm-hmm. are you still standing? Didn't you just get shot? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, you know, it's, it's very untouchable. Very untouchable young man. Well, I mean, it was it, it wasn't a bad movie. We talked through a lot of it, ironically, actually, but it wasn't a bad niggas. movie. It wasn't nobody in there but us either. I um, it wasn't a bad movie at all. It was just like one of those things where I was just like, it, it's something I wouldn't have went to go see on my own. So I was just kind of like, whatever. I mean, he's he's kind of trying that. He's trying to. It's kind of getting in that territory because I recently finally saw like Jumanji and that shit was god awful. Really. Yeah, like they should just stick to funny shit. Like him and Kevin Hart should not do anything like action wise. I mean, well, Central Intelligence was okay, funny. You know, it was funny or whatever, but it wasn't necessarily action or suspense.
events or anything like that. But yeah, Jumanji was awful. Really? Like, so was it, it wasn't false. It wasn't funny. I don't know what the fuck it was. It wasn't like the original movie. Like I just I don't know. I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck they're doing. And see, that's that's why I'm kind of hesitant to go to the movies to see a lot of shit, it, especially like remakes and shit like that. Because it's not no like stop fucking with classics. Leave shit alone, please. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yeah. Oh wait, stop rebooting fucking uh, TV shows. Because I also recently watched Roseanne for whatever reason. I don't know why. I didn't want to watch that shit when it was on. That was one of them shows that I like. When it came out, I knew I was up too long. It was like, bitch, it's time for bed. Like I mean, back in the day, Roseanne had like it. It was funny. To I a had never extent. watched it. I, it was always one of them things where it was just like, it ain't nothing else on TV. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the late night TV shows actually kind of, you know, they made me appreciate shit that I wasn't able to see. Like, Three's Company is fucking hilarious to me. Oh, I used to watch that one. I used to, that's the shit I used to watch like, my fucking auntie that's, like, old, like, my older aunt. Yeah. That's we used to watch, like, that all the time. Like, fucking Happy Days, nigga. And happy Facts day. of Life, nigga. Facts of Life is horrible, but I felt We watched day. all of that shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not good. It's very political, and it's just not. I couldn't. I really just never wanted to see a Roseanne show, and I definitely don't want to see it as an adult. I didn't want to see it as a kid, and I don't want to see it now. I'm like, it really political, like disturbingly political. And it's, I mean, it's kind of it mirrors like what's going on in the country right now, but it's, it's not in a good way at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds crazy, dumb. So Casey has been um, watching episodes of Atlanta. She's almost. Um, oh yeah, I'm catching up with Atlanta. Oh. What, wait, wait, wait. Rewind. I just finished the first season of Grown-ish. Like, I think I told somebody this last week. The show was every fucking thing. You really gotta fucking check it out. Like, if you haven't watched it already. And now that I'm finished with that, even I did it backwards, I'm going back to watch uh, Blackish, And I'm on, like, the fifth or sixth episode of season one. Like, sorry. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm watching it pretty fucking slow, but I'm just happy that I'm finally seeing it. But it's a really, it's really funny. Like, I really appreciate how entertaining it fucking is and I, I don't really like sitcoms kind of thing so it's saying a lot for me because I hate shows like that it's not really a sitcom it ain't one of them shows you can watch independently of itself or it's like one episode don't connect to another one mm, some of them do but it's, it's not really a sitcom I mean I guess it, might, it don't feel like one but I just assume that it was but whatever no a sitcom is like Martin or Fresh Prince or right. something like that Family Matters yeah some shit with like Friends. an audience you don't got an audience then you know? or laugh track beyond it ha 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 yeah, oh, that's true. They don't have a live track. Yeah, it's, a, it's a reputable show. Um, yeah. TV wise, um, the playoffs are amazing right now. This is kind of like the the best playoffs in a long time. I don't know what we did to deserve such good basketball, but yeah, it was, it's definitely good. Um, you know, I haven't watched not one game this season, and I'm not mad about it. I still love the Warriors. If they win, cool. If not, cool. I'm not really just that type of. I don't care this year. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily care who wins or loses. I don't have a dog in a fight, but uh, <laughs> Dude, you will never at this point. No, we'll we'll be okay. We'll be fine. You know, I I mean, I'll take the the king with the receding hairline. You know, but come on down. <laughs> I don't I don't really give a fuck. Just win me more titles, please. Is he still going? I don't think he's going to leave now. He don't have no reason to. You think so? What do you mean he don't have no reason to? Why would you say shit? If you lose again, why would you stay? And you the only person there? Yeah, fuck that. He's getting old. Fuck that. Huh? He needs to leave. He leave. can build him a team. He tried that before. 
I mean, it was working. Kind of. They won that one. Hmm? They won that one. Yeah, he didn't build that. That was that was pretty much there when he got there. Oh well, it's gone now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, 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 TV wise, I'm not really watching. I try to watch. I try to start this show called Younger. Um, it was another show I tried to start. I'm just really trying to. Did you ever? <clears throat> did you ever watch the end of the uh, the end of the fucking world? No, I don't think so. Okay. You should try that. I will. I have so much stuff to watch that. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna move, we're gonna move on to Six Hat World. We got about uh, thirty minutes left with uh, Casey, <laughs> so we're gonna move on to Six. What's Hat going World. on in the universe? Um, if y'all want any angry passion out of me today, mm, it's not happening. Sorry, I'm tired. I don't have the energy for it. Today. Yeah, we might actually have to um, switch topics because she. I don't think she got the energy for our, our topic today. But um, Six Hat World. Um, unfortunately, we had a terrible loss this past weekend. Vern Troyer. AKA Mini Me uh, passed away. Um, the details behind it are a little sketchy. Um, but he has been going through like health and depression issues or whatever. So who knows? He might have, you know, did it himself or, you know, he's. I don't even. He's a dwarf, right? He's not a midget. He's a dwarf. He's not a. Is it the same thing? One is political, correct? No, it's two different classifications. Oh, I'm gonna Google that later. <laughs> I, I believe it's two different classifications. Um, yeah, you know, popular actor. Um, some good um, childhood memories, adulthood memories. Actually, um, watching him on what was that? Uh, what was that celebrity what was that the uh, fucking i forgot what the name of that shit was on vh1 where he pissed on himself i forgot what was that shit with flavor flav and brigitte nelson oh gee god i'm drawing the blank um but in other news that um casey would be interested in um Kendrick Lamar won the Pulitzer Prize for music for Damn. Yay! Is the first non classical or jazz artist to win the award ever. So, big Big ups to K Dot. That's kind of what's up. Yeah. That's legit. I feel you. No, definitely. I mean, that's that's an accomplishment. It's well deserved, though, because that album is pretty incredible. Still to this day, it's pretty incredible. Speaking of incredible fucking albums, like 99% of K. Cardi um, B's album is like on the charts, so just so y'all know. I mean, <laughs> shit. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. You, you have to be really pressed ahead on Cardi B, too. Like, her album is pretty fucking solid. <laughs> no, she, she she definitely did her thing with that album. Um, Other than that, man, nothing really peaked. Nothing. Like, you know, Six Hat World is like, you know, shit that like interests us, but not necessarily the sickest of the sick shit that's going on in the world because it's a lot of sick shit. Um, we had a lot of incidents over this past weekend that, uh, yeah, you just got crazy people going crazy, man. So, yeah, um, praying for all the people in Tennessee and all the people in, um, Vancouver, I believe. What happened? I'm sorry, I don't watch the news. What happened? Um, so basically, uh, uh, so white supremacists. Oh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> have you ever heard this sentence before? So, <laughs> a white supremacist with AR-15 um, shoots up a Waffle House in Tennessee. Um, I think he he killed four people. 
And they're holding him now on like two million dollar bond. They actually caught him like close to the White House, which is incredible that he was able to flee and make it. No, they uh caught him at the White House before he was um, close. You know, you can't be that close to the White House or whatever. So yeah, they caught him, caught him lurking around the White House and shit. Um, in 2016, you know, so that's Obama era. You know, you know how that should go. But uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think in Montreal, a, a van ran over some pedestrians, like a crowd of people just plowed into them. I think it was like 18 people got hurt, injured. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of little shit that's going on that is very sick, but we don't include that on our program at all. So, KC, do you know who's peeping in our Gmail this week? Yes, I know who's peeping our Gmail. Who? Nobody. Oh. So if you want to peep in our Gmail, you can do so by emailing us at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. That is a number two. Send any questions, comments, or concerns you may have into the show, and we might answer them aloud. All right. Now it's time for Mind of Millennial. Do you want me to go first, or do you have a question for me? Uh, I guess I'll ask you a question. Okay. I'm trying to think of something good, because I was going to ask you one out my glorious, glorious book of questions, but I'm going to think of something on top of my head. So you're a male yeah. and you're a cunt so what i want to know is um i feel so attacked uh, no you don't um what i want to know is why do you in your personal opinion believe that um men would rather chase than appreciate general genuine interest chase yeah, um, like, I'll give you an example. Like, someone, like, I heard a guy give um, somebody I know some advice and was like, well, you know, like, I think he likes you or whatever. Maybe you should just, like, stop calling him for a couple of days and just, like, you know, let him come to you. And it's like, why? Like, what is that about? Like, why does that work for guys? Like, for them to get to, like, a point where they're, like, ignored or not even being considered for them to actually show you, like, that they're just like, oh, shit, what? Is she leaving? What? No, of course not. So, why do you think that is? Me personally, I don't subscribe to that um, way of thinking, but um, I think <laughs> I think it has more so to do with the the competitiveness. Like you know, like Tupac said, I don't want it if it's too easy. Like you know, I guess us as guys, we want to actually you know put in work for not too much work, not too much, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not too much work, but you know, we want we want it to be a little effort. Like you know, don't don't show your whole hand. Like you so, know. you need to feel like you're chasing. You don't want her to just be genuinely interested in you. I mean, you can have genuine interest, but also, I think a lot of times now, and you flopping back in that chair is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind what the fuck I'm doing. Just answer the motherfucking <laughs> question, okay? <laughs> Um, I think, you know, a lot of, a lot of females, well, a lot of women, um, sorry guys, um, a lot of women don't know how to play, like, the hard to get scenario, like. What do you mean? Are you saying, like. Like, either it's like, okay, they can't play it at all. I can't. Like, they show genuine interest. And if you tell me that it's better for me to ignore you some of the time or most of the time instead of just, like, acting like I want to fuck you because I actually do indeed would like to date or fuck with you like that. So, uh, like, for you to be like, oh, and I want you to be interested, but I don't, don't act like that or I want you to be slightly interested. I can't personally do that. It's all or nothing. Like, the first, like exactly. Like, if somebody told me some shit, like, they're like, oh, you know, you just need to ignore him 
Rebecca for a while. I'm like, I'm gonna back all the way to fuck up. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I was getting to. Now like, I'm done. Some bitch. people can only show genuine interest, and after they're brushed off, <laughs> yeah, get the get the dirt off your shoulder, KC. Uh, um, and after a while, they just lose interest, or they play the game way too seriously to where you know you can't. And I've ran into this a couple times where you know you can tell it's like genuine interest, but and it's not even a guard; they're just playing a game, and they play hard to get so so much that the guy tends to lose interest in what you know the situation and then it's like oh hey wait no no i, I like you know like a couple weeks later or a month later or a year later or five years later it's like oh no i really liked you like i don't, I don't know what happened what happened like we were talking like everything was good what happened it's like well nigga, you didn't show interest at all so yeah i kind of went on my merry little way and continued my life and shit so i mean in my opinion that's kind of what it is it's 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 a part of the the machismo and you know guys trying to be uh you know they want to be the hunter it's our predatory nature to be the hunter i guess that's a, a good way to summarize that so are you ready for your question yeah i'm ready okay and a similar question okay um as a woman why do you think it is so hard for females to quote unquote shoot their shot. Like why don't why don't females shoot their shot? What is the fear beyond that? Um, I guess I would say the easy answer is that it's unnatural. Unnatural why? Um, because I guess like if you think about in the primitive term primitive terms of like male and women, like women like it's so it's like instilled in us on several different accounts that you know men are hunters they go for what they want and what no i'm actually gonna use my answer against me but okay i'm sorry i got a counterpoint to that men are hunters they go for what they want so it's like if i you know if that's what you like i know if you're not showing interest it's because you're not interested that's the way i take it and so why would i go and approach you or whatever or shoot my shot at you you know sliding the messages whatever when i have no reason to think that you're even interested like i feel like you showing that interested asking me out or whatever the case might be it's you saying that you're interested now so okay but in the age of the independent woman and you know the go-getter and which has the, been independent okay, I'm no sorry. i'm saying like the you know just well technically you know in the last 50 years that it's been a research uh you know acceleration of independent women so you know women are independent they have good careers you know they you know looking out for them themselves physically and mentally you know y'all got your shit together and you know y'all go-getters so why when it comes to guys like why aren't you guys go-getters like you can go get anything else you want because, in the world except for the nigga that you actually like because i, I mean that is literally like that same point is that if you want me you're gonna say something like i don't care like i am definition textbook what someone would consider an independent ass woman like I do everything for myself I'm very clear that any male in my life is an addition and not a necessity um I think that even with all that being said I can still be old-fashioned I can still take care of myself be on top of my shit pay my bills and take and do all of the things independently without a man that don't mean that I'm not traditional in the sense that I would like for a man to approach me I had a very similar conversation with a guy um 
um, this week, actually, about the whole idea of, like, the power exchange and, like, dating and courting and all of that stuff. And I was like, whatever. I was like, that's the thing. Women, women the only time you have the power initially, and I'm not going to say this applies to all women, but I would say in the general sense. No. You have that power in that initial moment. Like, when you're deciding, you know what, I'm going to give him my number. I'm going to fuck with him. Da-da-da. Once you, Once a woman gets to the point where she likes you, everything else is in the man's hands. Like, the ball is completely his court at that point. He gets to decide when he wants to make it official, if he, when he wants to exclusively date, when he wants to anything, move forward, progress the relationship. After that woman figures out that she likes you and she really into you, everything is up to you at that point. Does it make it fair? No, but I'm just saying, like, that's just how it falls. That's how it comes into play. So, it's like, the least you can do is show me that you're interested. If anything, I feel like you approaching me first is you showing your general interest and then allowing me to react accordingly. I'm not, why would I, like, I don't, what the fuck, it's not, uh, I'm just, I guess I'm old-fashioned in a way. I don't, I don't hit, I've never, and, and, and that goes for anything in life. I've never hit on a guy before. Like, not directly, not try to get his attention, not try to get his number, like, ever in life. Like, even when I was, like, online dating, I still never, ever sent out a message to a guy first. Like, I always just sat there and replied to messages. I never, like, initiated a conversation. I've never done any of that. So... Well, it was a couple gems in there. Huh. Uh, it was a couple gems in there. I appreciate that. So uh, I just personally feel like it's, I don't know. I just like, I would rather the guy just show, like, tell, me, tell me what you want. What you like. And then we can we can go from there. Because there's no point. I just don't feel like it's any point of that. I mean, because that most of the time it's up to a guy if he wants to talk to you or not. I can't convince you to fucking want me. So you can just, clear, that's what I'm saying. Like, men, you're going to go for what you want. If you wanted to fuck with me, you would hit on me. You didn't hit on me, so you didn't want to fuck on me. Point blank, period. Mm. I mean, that's that's a fair. That's a it's very fair. It's that's fair just it's event. what it, it's just what it is. I mean, but I mean, I think a lot of people have been uh, hit with return fire a little bit too hard. So I guess that's why the whole you know the shooting. I mean, some people are like Kobe; they shoot regardless. And then some people's like, what do you mean by that? I'm just saying, like a lot of times, you know, if you shoot your shot and you get turned down, like it's like, oh well, shit. You know, especially if it's something that you want, not just like on no bullshit. Like, oh, okay, she cute let me like oh but you know y'all been cool or whatever y'all been kicking in whatever and you know you digging her vibe whatever you dig his vibe and you shoot your shot and it's like oh no you know like the the whole friend zone shit like oh no wait 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 no 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 it's not nice, uh, get back in get back in the box but see that stuff you can tell because i feel like women no, you, you can. i feel like you can because no, i feel like can. women are very 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 it may not be vocal about what they want but they're but your action tells all and i can't speak on behalf of all women because maybe well, maybe some women play that role better than others <clears throat> excuse me but I have that kind of personality where I, I don't pull no punches and I, I can't hold shit so it's just like I I personally know the difference between when I like somebody when I'm not interested you know what I'm saying right. if I'm not really interested you know what I'm saying and you might not really get a text back maybe in a timely fashion unless I'm bored enough to text you like even if you run a business with her this, this is true I am just 
kind of like it, it really literally solely depends on if I'm interested or not. Like if it's just some random person I really don't care for, I'm not responding. I'm not trying really trying to see you. I'm not trying to make plans. The plans fall through. I don't care. You cancel. I don't care. I don't really give a fuck if you make plans with me. I'm just not even really interested in talking to you. I'm dry. I'm just kind of like it. But if I actually like you, I'm answering the phone on the first ring. I'm texting you back in the same minute. Like, and no matter what the fuck I'm doing, like, it's definitely a clear different. I'm like, you don't even have to ask me if I want to see you. I'm like, what's your schedule this week? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm on your head. So it's a clear difference between me being interested and like, you will see the difference. You know what I'm saying? You won't have I mean, to guess. Like I said, most people are ignorant to that though. I know a lot of people are very ignorant too. Like, I mean, no, definitely. No, you're right. No, that's, you know, that's for sure. Some people can't take a hint. And we both, I feel like people, everybody has played both sides of that. You've been the person who mm. has been the main person and you've been someone who's been the person getting ignored or you've been on the other side where you might have been, it might have been somebody you really, really liked and you were also still trying to date and people that you didn't fucking like just kind of like fell off because you really weren't interested in the first place. Like we've all played all four roles. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's, that's a good enough answer. It's fair. I feel like I've been talking for a long time. Ramble Queen Casey. That's what I am. Are you going to get that on your t-shirt? Shut up. <laughs> Speaking of t-shirts, let me announce to you guys that the shirts will be available this week. So, if you're interested in ordering a shirt, shoot us an email and we'll probably find or figure out a more formal, progressive way for you guys to order them. But until now, email us for details. The shirts will be going for $15. I will post a picture of the mock. Well, I'm not posting shit. The page will post a, a picture of the mock-up shirts for you guys. Excuse um, me? What? I'm just being honest. Like, I retweet it, but I don't run that shit, so... I'm not posting the black ass things, but um, my workload is sky high already. Hmm, well, yeah, and then you put this shit on my plate. Hendrix will post. <laughs> if we being if we being a honey, <laughs> Hendrix is gonna post the shirt mockups. Um, and we're gonna get to go get them bitches out to y'all. Like um, Hendrix is gonna be lazy and wait till he gets his shirt and put it on and then post a picture in the shirt. There we go. That's not good marketing. I mean, I'm not gonna show my face, so it'll work. Okay. No, that's not good marketing. Just post them now. People know what they can so they can start ordering them. Mm-hmm. Pre sales start today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Beyonce, chill out. Get your refund checks ready. No, I'm just joking. Um, Limit one, you greedy bastard. I mean, if you want to buy some shirts, you can definitely buy one. You know what I'm saying? Get a package deal, like a bundle deal. Except it's really not a bundle deal at all. That would be $15 times three. Y'all be fucked up. Um, okay, so. No two for 25? No, we're actually not doing that, so. <laughs> no, y'all ain't shit. I ain't got no deals in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, add shipping, too. Y'all ain't fucked up. <laughs> Alright, so. Um. <laughs> What God? Again, if you want to, if you want to order a shirt, pre-sales are open now. You can email us at swampodcast at gmail dot com. That is the number two. Why you keep saying now? Like it's a uh, infomercial or some shit like now, that. now, now. Cue all your other t-shirts, rip it in a really dramatic fashion. You'll have no other shirts but this one to wear. That's how dramatic infomercials are. Like niggas, like oh my god, did you have too much Tupperware? And you open the cabinet, all that shit fall on. That's how dramatic this this is right here. So, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
no, I'll talk about that later. What? No, I'll talk about that later. We can get into um, the let's discuss, argue. All right, guys. Well, it is now our favorite time or y'all favorite time. Whom's ever favorite fucking time of the show. <laughs> it's time to let's fucking argue. So, today we are discussing... Oh, jeez. Bum, bum, bum. Religion. Yikes. <laughs> Woo, so we're just gonna talk um further. I know we touched on this a couple episodes ago, um, but we're just gonna talk personally about our experiences and then just, I guess, on a broader scale. I know I've seen a lot of stuff recently about millennials and their relationship with religion and church and all of those stuff. So we're just gonna pretty much speak about that from our own personal perspective and how that plays a role in our lives. Hendrix, um, what are you uh, thinking about, you know, going to the king? I mean, you know. Wait, what? I don't have much to burn. Um, take me to the king, I want a number three. Oh, okay. Hey, I don't, uh, well, even though that's a horrible song because the number three is not the way to go. You either got to do a Whopper with cheese or Junior Whopper with cheese. No, but number one don't rhyme. It's got to be number three. All right. Well, anyways. I'm just saying. All right. So what was what was your question? How are you throwing this to me? I need I need some more. Um... I literally just said the role that this plays in your life. I don't have time to elaborate. I'm done elaborate. We already talked about this before. You ain't about to act slow. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted you to explain for the listeners, but I got you. I got you. Um, I don't know. Like I from like the beginning stages of life. Uh, just talk about the role that religion has played in your life. How you have changed, developed, alter over time. Your opinions, your thought process is what processes I want to say. Um, your thought processes and shit, and also. And I guess in direct relation or correlation to the uh, the conversation of how religion and millennials um, have a disconnect. Okay. Well, um, I mean, Jesus, I used, nigga, you understood that the first fucking time. I was having you explain that for the listeners. They understood too. All right. So, um, I don't know. I went to church a lot um, in my young, young age. Um, you know, like a toddler in elementary school. And my grandmother, she was a she was Baptist and. I hated Baptist church. I really did. All the hooping and hollering, and it's so fucking long. Oh my god, it's so long. Um, but from there, I guess you know, I stopped for a couple. Well, no, I didn't stop. Yeah, I stopped for a couple years. Um, my mom wasn't didn't have an active church home or whatever, and um, eventually we started going to a my home church or whatever. Um, I think that was I was like in fourth grade. No, I was in third grade. Third going into fourth grade. And and at that same time, we started going to a um, a Lutheran um, private school, um, and yeah, I mean those two thir- those two things correlating together, you know, going to church, Bible study, and all that, and also being taught, you know, the word in school on a daily basis, and having to go to the chapel. What day was chapel? Like Wednesday or something like that. You don't remember what day of chapel was? Hey, hey, guy. You remember what day chapel was? What day was chapel? A Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Play on your phone or something like that. Um. <laughs> Uh, you know, going to chapel every Wednesday or whatever. You know, I was kind of ingrained or whatever. Even as as a as a young child, um, shit wouldn't add up. You know. Okay. Even as a young child, you know, you. You know, common sense isn't common. No. But if you you can comprehend, you know, you know that shit don't add up. Now, bear with me. So, um, you know, as a uh, as a young adult slash teen or whatever, 
um, yeah, I got a little bit more into it. Um, I actually ended up getting baptized. I went through confirmation. It was confirmed. And, you know, it was, you know, religion was what it was. I was going to church every Sunday and going to Bible study. Like, yeah, it was, you know, it was a big part of my life. But at the same time, it wasn't like, you know, I would go to church and be in church or whatever. And people get like, you know, the Holy Ghost or whatever. And I was just like, roll my eyes. Like, yeah, that's bullshit. Like, I don't, you know, the same lady does the same shit every fucking week. Like, why? And, you know, I felt like I was a bad person because I had those thoughts. But sooner, you know, soon I realized that I wasn't the only one that had those kind of thoughts or whatever. So, you know, as I got to be an adult, a lot of times, you know, my life, um, you know, I started working like right after I got out of school. So, yeah, I was, a lot of times I was working Sunday morning. So I couldn't make it to church or if I worked Sunday afternoon, you know, it was I had worked Saturday night. So I was a little tired going to work, going to church or whatever. So, you know, it, it, it was consistent. Um, I think the thing that really, really like switched it for me was the fact that I had a great, great spiritual leader who, you know, my pastor did like he didn't hold punches like he didn't you know he wasn't overly like you know like oh yeah if you don't do this you do that like i've actually like sat down and watched you know like watched a football game while my pastor drunk beer like he was that kind of cool okay. you know he had went through uh traumatic things in his life he has a uh, cystic fibrosis and he um had a actually had a double lung transplant so oh, yeah and he had, i mean you know he was on his deathbed before he became a pastor and he said his you know it was his calling i'm keeping in mind just just let's let's just set this scene um I know a lot of people don't know me that well, but my pastor in this little this little church, this black black church on the east side of Detroit was a scrawny little white guy and he pretty much raised like a good a hundred black males out of that church and he did a wonderful fucking job of doing that. He was that kind of leader. He didn't see color. He actually has um his wife is black and he, he adopted two black kids. Um you know, like this is, a, you know, he was an incredible. He's an incredible man. Like I still talk to him to this day. Like we still communicate or whatever to this day. And that was really for me the driving force behind me being um, sort of religious was my leader. Other than you know, if I I could only imagine how would how I would be at this point in my life if I didn't have that. So fast forward to now, like I have this thing with my mom where she makes me go to church like three times a year and. That's cool. Like, you know, I do my own thing. You know, I don't judge people. I don't, you know, I don't kind of get into, you know. And I think a lot of times with us millennials, is like we know way too much, if that makes sense. Like, we know way too much that <laughs> we know way too much. Hold on. You, you, go, you talk. Hold on. I'll come back to my point. You talk. Okay, sorry. What about you? What about you in religion? Okay, well, my experience is a little bit different. Um, Like I said, I think I mentioned this before, like how I grew up. My mom was extremely religious, not like an annoying way. Uh, Is that offensive? Okay, sorry. Um, She was really religious, but not in like the Bible thumper, you're all going to burn in hell ass kind of way. Like she was still a regular ass person, but she was just like one who had like read her Bible and like she went to church when she could, but she never made us. Um, my dad, on the other hand, I think he grew up in the church as well. But once his mom passed away.
away and i was like 1996 he stopped going for real all right um so we did not go like me as a, like a, my family as a family like it was no sunday morning running around getting dressed or like we never went definitely not as a family ever Count yourself lucky. i do and i used to hey every time i visited or spent the night somewhere over somebody's house and we had to go to church on sunday because i'm like this is not my life <laughs> um but yeah like so my parents never made us do anything like that like when I got a little bit older, I said middle school, we used to have, like, uh, my mom would have, like, Bible studies with me and my brother. And we would just, like, do stuff like that. Or I used to go to Bible study with one of my friends. And so, church. wait, how was the at-home Bible study? How was that experience? How it was, was okay. That? I mean, I don't remember it exactly, like, in, de- excuse me, in detail, per se. But it wasn't bad. It was just kind of like she would pick a Bible verse and she would read it to us and we would go over it and like she would like interpret it for us and we would talk about it kind of thing. Okay. Um. Yeah. So like we did that for a minute or whatever. And then I went to Lutheran school or whatever. But I don't think I went to Lutheran school because it was religious. I went to Lutheran school because I my parents would allow me to go to public school. <laughs> That's really what it came down to. It wasn't like oh you're gonna go get to this this good Lutheran religion. No, it was more like yo ass ain't going to DPS. So and, you're going here And What And it was across the street I mean yeah And it was across the street But I'm just saying Like I just couldn't go to DPS Um Which was down the street Which was down the street Um You actually You were actually lucky You had two schools Within like a block Yeah Of your house That's They crazy. were directly across from each other Um So yeah Like I Didn't really Go to church a lot Um And then But I went every now and then Like I went boom, boom, I went with friends I went with family you know, a couple of times with my mom, but she would be going with other family members. And but it was never just one of those things that really stuck out to me a lot because, like I said, I know I mentioned this before a couple of episodes ago. I spoke very honestly, openly about my views on religion. Um, I feel like for a while I was agnostic. Um, and just now I'm just more like I know I believe in something. I know I'm a very spiritual person, and I feel oh, very grounded. God. But I um, don't participate in any fluffery, fluffy bull shit. Um, I just kind of like do what I does. I feel like it's really hard hmm, as a... Oh, it's really hard because I feel like I'm offending people. I mean, that's what I mean. But anyways, okay, we're arguing. Um, it's really hard as like if you are a person, right, and you're not a actually no. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna reverse. I'm gonna give you a story to support my fucking rash statement that I'm about to give y'all. So I know that religious people are kind of extremists. Not all of them, but some of them. Like my mom was normal, right? All of y'all not. Some of y'all are ridiculous, right? <laughs> so like. Um, I, when I was in college, I worked in the diversity and inclusion office, um, for, um, and one of those inclusion things was the LGBTQ community. I worked in the, in that office right directly with the director of that office. And we created a program on campus. I don't know if it's still active. Um, we created a program on campus and, um, you know, I was an ally, you know what I'm saying? I went, I was one of people that went in the classrooms and spoke about sexuality to people and all that stuff like that we talked about safe spaces i did all of that shit um i've always been in la for the community um i dabble in the damn community like we cool it's all good um and not in the straight bitch creepy way but whatever so in the what the the, i kissed the girl and i liked it as way that shit the let me romanticize the fantasies of of cisgender straight men anyways um please exactly exactly don't ask questions you don't want the answer 
it too now. Um, so uh, I just wanted to know if we was on the same page. That's all. So yeah, so uh, I was I was in part of that whatever, and then I was having an event, and um, I had posted it on my Facebook page about the event. This girl from middle school wrote me or whatever, and it was pretty much like, um, so you gay? And I'm like, no, um, I'm in LA, ally or whatever. And she's like, but why do they need? Like, it was something really ignorant. Like, well, why do they need safe spaces or why do they need rights it was really something really ignorant like that and she's like asking about gay it was like the most ridiculous thing and then went on like that and she was one of them like hoes that found jesus or whatever that's why i really don't have patience for it um and i'm just and i knew she was gonna be a hoe like in middle school when i knew her you could just tell but yeah so it was one of them things where it was just like you so religious but all of this stuff i don't like and i will never like because like it's one of those things it's so contradictory i'm one of those people that um i don't even know how i could describe myself i guess i was i, I want to say liberal but liberal is so in most cases connected to political party and that's not what i mean by it i'm just saying that i'm one of the people that just feel like everybody should mind their fucking business you know what i'm saying so like we shouldn't be gen who based off religion, race, sexual orientation. Like I just feel like everybody should just live their best fucking life in any capacity. I don't care if you're gay, you straight, as long as you're not trying to like rape, murder, steal, or kill. We all good. I know murder and kill is together, but they rhymed, so you can kiss my ass. Um, as long as you're not trying to do nothing like that, I'm cool. The commandments is one of the only sim- se- seemingly straightforward things in that motherfucker. I just feel well, like, all right. um, no, I'm just saying because it's like basic human decency. Like, oh, don't mm-hmm. kill, don't steal, don't lie, like shit like that. Don't commit adultery. Like, like some of them things. Those are those are obvious things that make you a shitty person or don't. But all the other stuff that you motherfuckers pick and choose with to follow, like you motherfuckers walk around with all the piercings, all the tattoos, getting drunk every night in a strip club, twerking, all type of crazy shit. But then tell somebody going to hell for fucking just somebody of the same sex. You make no sense. Like that's the shit that I can't get. Jig- about religion like it's the same motherfuckers okay, that so. do that's fucking they fucking cousin but talking about no you are you know an extremist fucking division because of i'm in a different religion and i'm muslim and so i'm a burning hell and all of this shit or all of this crazy stuff it's just the extremists that fuck up everything okay so you're saying that millennials are you know because Millennials, I feel like, are knowingly more like like more liberal. Okay. And I feel like I feel like that's probably where the disconnect comes from because I'm not saying all because it's definitely some some conservative fucked up ass millennials, but. Um, millennials are more lenient. They're more understanding. We're more accepting of like the LGBTQ community than our people in our in our older and past generations. Right. We're more open to difference. It's yeah. okay to be different. It's okay to be you know this that and that. And so I feel like because like that might be one reason why millennials aren't in the church as much as past generations because uh, if you think about a lot of stuff that goes on in church and a lot of stuff that they teach you based upon the Bible, most of it is separation and discrimination and division. That's really what you're learning. It's like it, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff in that bitch can contradict itself. Like the same thing is like you know God is supposed to be represent the Lord and Jesus whatever supposed to represent love and positivity and all of this good stuff but then it's like I'm a jealous God and it. so is it like kind of similar to what I said like a lot of it reading it at a you know a, a mature comprehension level a lot of it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense it's very contradictory. 
a lot of it doesn't make sense. And it's one of, like I said, it's really one of either ors. It's one of the things like, if you just, if you want to really discover religion on your own, cool. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it helps you through a tough time. Maybe anything. I'm actually the opposite, especially, see, this is the thing. For me, religion has been one of the things that, like, my faith has always, like, been kind of, like, I've always been working on it. And the reason I say that is because that's why it makes religion so hard for me. Mm-hmm. Because of it's so it's so I'm like okay this is it's kind of contradictory in this in a general term because the stuff in the Bible literally one thing will say one thing and the next thing will say something completely different contradicting the shit but in a general sense if you think about like certain things the Bible might say it's just kind of like discrepancies where you really don't know right. what actually it's confusing yeah it's confusing and then people don't make it any better because they interpret it the they way take, they want they to they take they take pick and choose take certain stuff and run with it and like you know whatever do whatever the fuck they want to it to make it and adjust it to their lives and kind of tweak it in their favor so i it's just like I said, it, it, the division. It, it does so much to divide us. People use it in that way. Um, like I said, if you're raised upon us, I really, you might, you just kind of like not stuck with it because everybody isn't. But I'm saying you get so caught up in it, you almost it almost becomes like you become dependent on it. Yeah. And then like I always thought, like I think about the stuff that happens in my life, and like I said, why well, I've always doubted like between like my mom, my, but if you think about every person and like the qualities, like them being good or bad person and what they deserve and not deserve sometimes it is easier and i'm not saying i don't believe anything i talked about this last episode so i'm not going to dwell on it um i'm not saying i'm not religious i'm not saying i don't believe in god all that bullshit all i'm saying is that i have questions and it's fair i feel like we're in a very inquisitive generation and that's really what it comes down to for me um it's like i overanalyze and think so much about everything else to not put any thought and just and not put any it's like pretty much be devout of all logic in regards to this would right. be doing a disservice to myself all right so basically follow it blindly like in right. the world that we live in with the information yes because to have. follow anything blindly it's you know it's it's really unjustifiable so to so for this to be the one thing that you you know what i'm saying especially when you think about it because okay everything is so that's how i was getting there before everything is so contradictory you have this whole idea that as human beings we have free will right it's one thing we have free will free will to make our own decisions so right like that like <clears throat> they make it seem like it's in our hands <coughs> excuse me when we pray for strength and guidance or whatever the case to make stuff better whether it's our finances our situation jobs love relationships any friendships everything we pray on it um insinuating that somebody else has the power over our lives right but then we have free will but then if you think about the fact that somebody else is supposedly has power in our life we pray and talk to him and ask him for this that and the third like he's santa and not jesus um right. the lord and our savior <laughs> we pray to him and he asking for stuff but but then you still get shitted on in your life. But then that's a test of your faith. If you don't believe after you got shitted on in your life. And we're like, what about the people that, who have shitty luck? Like, this is the type of stuff that I think about. Like, obviously, I'm not telling anybody anything else besides my own personal opinion. But this is the kind of stuff I think about. And I used to pray about something. I'm like, and I know this is going to sound ignorant, but whatever. This is a little getting a little heavy and serious. So I'll insert some, well, y'all might not think it's funny. I mean, I'm y'all might not think it's funny. But I 
I'm thinking about the whole Bruce Almighty thing when he became God, right? right. And all those influx of prayers was coming in. I th- that's how I'm imagining it in this moment. And I'm thinking about all the things that, you know, I myself pray about. Everybody's life is different. Everybody has different points of their life. Some people are struggling more than others. Some people are hurting more than others. Some people have more than others, right? Mm. What is so, not special about me, but I'm saying like, how, like what, oh, what's going to grant my prayer to come true when it's people living under bridge overpasses? And, then I, and I have to overanalyze and think about how they got there and if they deserve it. And like, who, if, if we are all essentially puppets and somebody else is running this show, who decides who deserves and who doesn't? I'm glad you said that because I've always equated um, like who handed out these powers. I always equated it to like a video game. Like, <coughs> like life is one big game of Grand Theft Auto, and you know, for anybody who's ever played Grand Theft Auto, sometimes shit happens. Like just you know, you can just be. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like that's that's but that's what I'm saying. Like okay, if we equate, and that's why I'm saying it's confusing, right? Because on one hand, it tells we have free will. We're not in control of shit, right? I mean, yeah, we have we're controlling. We have free will we're controlling this then on the other hand it's like we pray to you know whoever up above and ask them for certain things or to bring this to our lives or to give us this or to help us get this or whatever the case may be as if they're in control um but then if you think about all the fucked up shit that might happen in your life maybe your friends or you know people dying people you going i don't know losing all your money you getting robbed you're getting in a car accident you becoming paralyzed you know all the fucked up shit that happened in your life and then you like well somebody is responsible for this so it was just like, and, but this is the person that's representing love. If God is love, but then he's also a jealous guy. It's just like, I have too many questions. I mean, to yeah. be in, in a clear, concise space. And I think that's the main thing with a lot of millennials is that we are the question generation. As you know, you know, we're responsible for Google. You can Google whatever the fuck you want to know. And I've been thinking like this for like a long time. I was a kid thinking like that. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, it used to be like a pretty much a a set in stone thing. Like, you were religious and you were going to go to church. If you didn't go to church, you were kind of like outcast and ostracized for not going to church and then eventually it evolved and it got less and less and less important and now it's to a point where you know what I'm saying a lot of our parents gave us the the free will to yeah I definitely appreciate my parents or not yeah like I said I went to church but that was by choice it wasn't nobody was forced my hand like now nobody's forced my hand I'm pretty sure if I say uh, I don't want to go to church you know I'm you know I'm grown as hell like I would be it would be more of a disappointment to my mother than like her being mad at me like, yeah so. i go back and forth with the idea of like oh maybe i should find a church home and um whatever but i mean it, it, i it's, feel it's i said this tough. earlier but i really legitimately feel like and i know for a fact regardless of what you believe in i personally do not feel as if my the, my favor with the lord is contingent upon how many times i attend fucking church I just don't think so. You said it the same way too. I just don't fucking think so. I mean, th- that's kind of always that's it's my. It's too thing. much fucked up shit going on in the church for me to believe that. I mean, that's my thing as adult. It's like, look, I can do my shit on my own. Like, I don't need to be in here. Not even a little bit. So I, mean, I don't need to listen to these songs that I don't really like. Like, yeah, I'm tired of all y'all screaming and yeah. don't get to. It was I had a really really weird experience at a church one time. It was one of the last times I went. <laughs> 
And I remember the pastor like laying hands on me or whatever. And um and them like the the nurses and ushers, whatever the fuck they was, just like lowering me to the ground and putting this blanket over me and me on the ground, awake as fuck, trying to figure out exactly how long I was supposed to stay down there. And if I was actually supposed to be asleep. I don't know exactly what was going on, to be completely honest. But it was one of those things where it was just like, how did I get here? Um, and it's not, I'm not even trying to be funny, but I really I was just you. like, well, what is my life? I'm under this sheet, so like, am I supposed to be asleep? Am I going to feel different when I get up? Maybe it takes a minute to kick in. Like, I'm trying to figure out exactly what was going on. Oh, you sound like every kid that gets hands laid and on I was them. I wasn't that young yeah, though. I was like a teenager. No, I'm just saying people period who get hands laid on them and nothing happens. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, all right, am I done? Like, okay. I literally was just on the ground like this. <laughs> like Oh, they got up. He, he laid down after me. I could definitely get him now. Um like, hey, I'm done. Like it didn't work. Sorry. Can I go? Yeah, I don't know. So yeah. it was one of the things like, yes, the um yeah. Oh, I hate you. Please. please I just no. did, I just didn't know. But um I think in a lot of ways that is the millennial question. Now, don't get me wrong. I have friends that are religious and friends that aren't religious. I don't speak on religion um in the general sense because I don't want to offend anybody. I'm doing it here because this is my fucking platform and who's going to check me <laughs> personally. Yeah, I mean, um, it's just been a lot of things, a lot of articles coming out about, you know, millennials not really being on the religion wave and, and since we're millennials we decided to address it yeah it's just you know just getting you know sharing our stories or whatever and hopefully i guess it would have made it a little bit better if we had a balance maybe one of us is supposed to be like overtly religious but um, then we wouldn't be friends yeah so no because i definitely wouldn't talk to you i wouldn't talk to your fucking ass either well you go to church sometimes uh, you might like the crazies or whatever of the no, world not at all. i mean i know everybody's not bible thumpers like one of my best friends is religious as fuck and like a pastor's daughter and like goes to church and shit but she's not like a fucking like bible thumper psychopath so lucky for that she's we can still be friends thumper that last word mm, whatever um yeah but yeah so um lucky for me and then my other best friend is just kind of i don't know where she is lately we haven't talked about it but i'm pretty sure she's closer to where i am than um yeah i mean anything you know. else like i would never forget like we was at her wedding and they was reading the whatever the, the shits and like her and her husband was just looking like i don't know about this person. it was like a whole bunch of religious shit and it's like and let this be a union before god and then and they were just like yeah you could have left that person mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I'm, I still don't get why they didn't take that out themselves. Like, yeah, no, just. Uh, I mean, it's probably one thing that he was, just, you know, she was just doing her thing, but it was just like I was, like, because it was like it was my best friend's ultimate about I'm just looking at looking at them like these niggas here. It was so funny. Like both of their faces was just like, nah. Yeah, neither neither one of them. Uh, no. But I feel it though. The yeah. mommies. I mean, I it, it. it's definitely something that. Um, um, we've actually been asked about this uh, a couple of times. People want to know our, our real views about religion, and like I said, we didn't we didn't take it too far because neither one of us is like like antichrist or anything like that. Like, yeah, and that um, I know we did. Like I said, I did a brief synopsis a couple episodes ago, and I was praying then that it didn't offend anybody. So I was I was actually surprised that people cared to hear more about it. It's one of those taboo subjects. I am one of those people that because I. I'm, I don't like people already. And so I really try not to discuss 
religion and political affiliation because that will have me not talking to you immediately. Look, religion is the cause for every major fucked up situation there is in life. So I just ever I don't know. Ever. I don't think I questioned religion as much at one point as I did when my mom passed. I think that was the one point in my life where it was just like, nah, she was she was trying her best. Like she literally was like like you talking about like praying about it and like like just being super positive. Like mom, anybody who was lucky enough to meet my mother when she was alive would know that she was like literally one of the most genuinely good hearted people I have ever met in my life. And during the like, the last like a year or so of her life and everything, she was so incredibly positive that it was like almost sickening because it's like she just knew that she was gonna be better and. I think that's what fucked me up so bad. It was just like yeah, this one it. thing she really believed in failed the fuck out of her. And that was just one of the things where I took a huge step and leap across the Grand Canyon back and had to evaluate where I felt, where I sat with my faith. But yeah, like those, that's one of those things that I had to question. It was one of those things like, but she, you know, that's the thing, like, you know, I think my shit, what the fuck am I, chop liver? Like, she read your fucking Bibles. She 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 preached a good word to us, and she tried to live her life the best way she could, and she Definitely. prayed, and she had her faith, and she, you know, went to church when she wasn't too sick to go, and everything like that, and it still wasn't enough for you, huh? Huh? I could, I could definitely see you saying that at that age, yeah. Today, actually. I mean, I was, I was, what, 20, I was 21 when my mom passed. Um, But, yeah, so that was, that was probably the first this I had got away from it where it was just like ha no fam I'm not fucking with you um and it took a lot to get back I went into really dark place after my mom passed away so it took a while to get back from that but religion played a big part in it the further I got away from religion I feel like the harder it was for me to bounce back from it but it was a it's one of those things I use this same analogy when I talk about men or relationships in general but I was like it's one of those really fucked up things where the cause of your issue is also the solution and that's where I was at with religion when my mom passed away. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine is more so like the luck aspect of, of life. Like, I have like the worst luck ever. I have bad luck too. Yeah. I always think about that. That's a th- I mean, I, I know it's not religion based. I think about all the times about how much I focus on being a good person or being a good woman or being all of these good things or whatever in, in the universe of life or whatever. Like and how insignificant, right, and how insignificant it really is because you it's so many rich, famous, powerful, successful people that are horrible human beings beings and you're just like none of the good shit that i want in my life is going to happen to me because i'm a good person because there's too many fucked up successful people for to actually believe that to be true but we still move through the universe and the world like it is true knowing that it's not we know too many fucked up people that are that are rich um uh, hello y'all fucking president so it's just like you really it's just like damn like what am i doing wrong you're not doing wrong you're not doing anything wrong it's just that life is fucked up that way yeah. so it's just one of those crazy ass things i was that gonna say something about. funny but uh, I, I won't. But all right. I, I won't at all. I guess you had anything else. No, I mean. I'm sorry. I didn't mean I'm to yawn in the mic. Don't kill know. me. Anybody mm-hmm. that's mad about me existing on the microphone. I mean, as long as you're not too nice, we can. It was one episode and it was like five seconds worth. Like, you guys need to get a fucking life. Truly. Honestly, truly. Oh, the baby's sleepy. But, um, you know, at, at its core, it's just it's amazing to see, you know, the diversity we have in life and also the conflict we have in life because of that diversity. And that's a little bit deeper, but, you know, just. 
He would just deserve to be able to, to be able to be whatever the fuck they yeah, want to be. I mean, we have freedom. Unless you want to be trashed and, and don't be that. But of speech, else. but none of that correlates into freedom of speech. Like it's all kind of constraints on how you're supposed to live your life. But you know, I encourage you guys to live freely and do what the fuck you want to do and be who the fuck you want to be. You know, that's my advice to y'all. Yeah. So if you want to um, talk about your um, spiritual journey, just leave everybody to fuck along. <laughs> I, I just really, I just, I, it just flashed in my head. I'm thinking about like the rights of gays, the rights of trans I mean, people, that, this kind of women who want fucking abortions, like all of these different stuff. People's right to fucking marry, people's right to use the fucking bathroom they want, people's right to practice whatever religion they choose. Um, just all these different kind of stuff that is affected by fucking like religious as Bible thumping ass conservatives that's just like right but i mean what? that that's what i'm saying it, it kind of millennials are like at the forefront in a lot of those organizations because we don't look at it as like black and white like it's, everything's great and now i will say that that i do have a i guess it's not really on task so i'll leave it out but i'm about to say when i'm like looking on that anyway i have a disconnect in that regard of like um religion political party and racism it's like one long line to me and i try to separate it but in my head it's all the same like usually you are like super religious and christian conservative white and racist all that like all of those things correlate I mean, obviously, there are some black conservatives which are in the sunken place, and they're probably racist, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fucking conservative analyst or whatever the fuck that's Kanye tweeted. She's clearly in the sunken place and clearly racist against her own people. Hopefully, she'll die soon, too. I'm just saying. I actually liked her explanation. It made it a lot better. What? That it was, um... If you if you say... I, I swear to God, if you say that stereotypical ass shit that she said about the black community, oh. I... We will not do it. This will be the last show. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any uh, comments on the, uh, the topic, oh yeah, now y'all about to be talking about uh, let's argue, let's argue that my nigga, no, the fuck right. is that what you about to say? No, I, I said I I got it more. One of my friends is way. like slightly conservative, and I just I I say I ignore her ass too because I just be like I'm about to get a headache. <laughs> Okay. So, People um, love to generalize, and it's exhausting because, like, with all of the stuff, <coughs> numbers wise, right? Numbers wise, it's more poor white folks. Just like it's more white folks on assistance. It's more white folks in prison. It's more white folks every fuck. Well, just if we talk about sheer fucking numbers, yeah, right? This is more white people. Yeah. I was getting to that, Captain Obvious. Would you like a costume for that position? Now, yeah, I like you to wrap this shit up. So, we all right. This dick. Now nah, wrap that up, motherfucker. Nah, like I was saying. Um, yeah, you made me lose track my train of thought. Anyway, so I don't remember what the fuck I was saying. But um, it's still worse. I don't know. I really don't know what the fuck I was saying, but because my memory is shitty. But I was probably about to say something highly fucking useful for you motherfuckers, and Hendricks fucked it up because he's not a thinker. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't want to better himself, and we can only only blame sheep like that. He's probably deep down a conservative. That's the type of fucked up people that do stuff like that, interrupt people's thoughts. I'm a black man. Fuck off. Yeah. Says the person. Says the person that me. just said, "Oh, the political conservative political analyst made a good point about the black community being I poor." 
and what? nigger baby mooching coons. Like, excuse me, what I said was after I got and to that back to point Warren. in her description, <laughs> it made more sense because before Kanye tweeted the bitch, I knew nothing about the bitch. I didn't know nothing about it either, but okay. I, when I read it, I'm like, first of all, conservative black analyst, she clearly don't know no better. <laughs> Second of all, probably one of them shitty ass rich black families that are horrible rich people. Like, you know what I said? A lot of successful, wealthy people are horrible human beings. Absolutely. And she probably grew up in the suburbs around all fucking white people and she don't know shit about black people for real. And she's sitting here pretty much regurgitating stereotypes the same way white people do when they say anything negative about black people. It's true. That's all it is. Shut up. It's a lot of, it's a plethora of black people living in a regular, regular ass lifestyle. Like, I am a regular ass person and I don't even, I make too much fucking money to get a bridge car. It's not that hard. Like, let's just relax. Take a chill pill, please. Amanda, please. So, besides um, the young lady... What is what else is grinding your gears? Um, nothing. Um, I guess nothing. I honestly don't have anything right now. I just it's still people come to talk to me uh, when I don't want to be talked to. That's really just that's all I can think of right now. Um, since it's wash day for my hair, I'm gonna put that on the list. If I say four C hair, if I say four C type, do you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about here? You have only said that to me three hundred and forty five times. That's cool. Well, I was I was talking to um these guys at work or whatever. And I was saying like, oh, I gotta wash my hair. I'm like, it's a whole day a long event, pretty much. Okay, look, look and, that, well, it's not really because I fixed it. But anyways, I was like, it's a day long event, and he was just like, um, he was like, what does that mean? I was like, well, I have four type hair because he was like, because I was like, oh, you gonna wash my hair for me? And he was just like, yeah, I wash. I'm like, no, I'm taking my hair down, like, not these braids. I'm taking my hair down. And I was, and he was just like, oh yeah, I do it. I'm like, you must in there. I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, it's gonna take a minute. I got four C hair. You gotta detangle, shampoo, condition, you know all that stuff. And he like, yeah, whatever. He's like, I got you. I'm like, you. I ain't never met nobody with natural hair because like what is he's like what is four C? I, I was like some people know what four C type hair is. He's like no men, no men will know what that means. I mean that's what my little sidebar was. Nine times out of ten, where most guys fail is you don't pay attention to like little intricate details or shit like that. So yeah, so you might want to do. I mean, something. I got to the bottom of it. He had never dated a girl with natural hair. Like he was talking about some. He in the sunken place too. Now that I think about it, because he was talking about some. I only I all the girls I dated had long, pretty hair. If you don't get y'all all, all I dated is light skinned girls with long hair, ass nigga. I'm my fucking. That boy's silly because a, a lot of that shit ain't real either. So yeah, yeah, that's all. I'm like, so her right hair was processed. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I'm like, you never. If you don't know the difference with a fucking curl pattern, I'm like, your hair must. Uh, you must must girl, daddy girls are processed hair. I mean, I grew up in a hair salon, so my mom worked in a hair salon. So yeah. I mean, I mean, I could give it a bit of a doubt because hair types is new to me. But if like if you if you live or know or have dated a girl that's natural, you would know what fucking type hair is. I'm mm-hmm. like, clearly you've been dating fucking um. <laughs> bitches with you know whatever I mean, that's a whole other conversation um so whatever that's when got in my gear style niggas that are bitches and um and i don't call them in bitches actually ironically so i'm sorry if you offended by this because i really don't call men bitches but in the instant that they are bitching up i feel the need that it may be necessary so fuck you okay. um personally what's what's going on with you um personally kids um well, okay <laughs> so um yeah i went to my uh nephew's 
10th birthday party yesterday. It was at Dave and Buster's on a Sunday afternoon. Now, I love my nephew. I love my family. But look, Dave and Buster's sober is a lot. Dave and Buster's sober with hella kids of all different ages just running and screaming and jumping on shit and pushing each other out the way and you know just having a great time like we would have had like at that age that was a bit much for me and you know also aside from that like i'm to the age and to the point and you know i'm the oddball out of you know the people i hang around with i don't have kids like you know even at work like work conversations i can't say you know it's like oh <laughs> I, babies. I, right you're like oh yeah i missed work yesterday my son was sick like oh okay well, yeah i was here doing your job it's just like i was here doing your job so uh, you know yeah, you, you tell little, little Rodney to get his shit together because you can't miss no more days of work, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just those things. Like, I, I don't I don't get it, so I don't tend to be around it. I don't like people. I definitely don't like little people either. So, yeah, no. No, thank you. Mm, I want to add something. Go ahead. This Not to that particular show. conversation. I don't have any children, so I don't understand. Point blank, period. But what I was about to add <laughs> is that a couple of things in grinding my gears that I just remember besides the fuck-ass fingers of the world and my fucking and washing my hair. I've been thinking about the fact that I've been grinding my own gears in a lot of ways. Um. I am very like what the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? I have been very hostile and aggressive lately. <laughs> and people works. and people have been getting on my motherfucking nerves. Like and it's very rare, but honestly, and not in a literal sense, but just in like the you annoying as fuck. Um, I realized that I'm a really, okay, this is about to sound like a little dickish, but you'll get over it. So I know that I'm like a great person, like all around. <laughs> I'm sorry. This sounds horrible, but I am. So like, I'm what like, did she say I was not listening. I'm like a good friend and like, you know, a good communicator and oh, like she's lying. Okay, a cool. good mate and all of those stuff like that. And I realized that I put people first, like my friends and my family and I prioritize things. And people won't have to do the same thing for you. And you really just have to understand everybody is not going to treat you like you would treat them. And I realized that dealing with some stuff this week with my friends and also with other people. That is just like, you. everybody not going to have the same consideration that you have for them and just realizing that. And so it was, I was irritating myself, being so frustrated and fed up with other people's issues. So... That's why I was grinding my gears. Fuck you people still. If you want to go, never mind. I'm not going anywhere. All right. So um, if you want to reach us, you can do so at Ask2AMPodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Like I said, you can send in your questions, comments, concerns, or you can also email us for inquiries about the shirts. They will be available starting on Friday. So pre-orders are open and available now. If you want to reach me, you can do so at uh, K underscore in real life. That's K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L. L-I-F-E. If you want to reach the show, you can do so at the 2 a.m. podcast that is on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. Hendrix, how can I reach you? And she used over there being a fucking cunt. No, I was just, you know, just in case God struck you down for that bullshit you told. Um, you can be in denial, but you witnessed this greatness. So, and you know what? I don't have time for you either. Um, yeah, I'm at Noli Hendrix. You know. I'm one of those good people that keep getting shitted on by trash ass people. You're called a statue. Friends and family alike. You're a statue. What does that mean? Statues get shitted on by birds, though. Mm. All the time. Mm. Well. People throw shit on there all the time. Yes, you're a statue. It's a theory about that. Never mind. I don't know.
It's way too advanced for this time of night. Um, you can reach me at, at Noli Hendrix. You know, you guys know. You know, you don't need any. You don't need me to tell you. Um, that's N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. I just want to switch it up this week. That's all. Yeah, make it a little different. I don't want to talk to you, big fella. Well, that's all they do is talk to me. Talking, 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 talking to me. Whatever. <laughs> you sound like you mad. Oh, random fact while he's looking for this quote. So I went on his date with this midget today, and I really, 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 really had fun. But mm, it's a height and weight requirement to ride this ride. and um, But we had a great time. We talked throughout the entire movie like some niggas. It was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Get out the way. And we was both some rats. So it was just like, you acted totally <laughs> It was funny. Oh, he may make a good friend. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, fellas, you know, in this day and age, you got to meet that six foot requirement. Or... I didn't say six feet shit. I would take six nine. I don't have a choice. I'm tall. This is exactly why short bitches rule the world. Because if I was just 4'11", I could let a nigga that was 5'4", and he would be tall to me. Like, man, you got all the niggas at your fingertips being short or if you could just comply to being taller than your mate you'd be i'm okay. sorry i'm not trying to kick my kevin's heart on i'm good i like wearing heels i just got comfortable with my height i don't want to date nobody that's fucking five four i'm good like and she wears heels too so you said what she wears heels she yeah wears. but he she's probably like he's like 411 so she's probably like five two and then she put heels on and she five six or something like that it's not her fault she he filed four eleven. That's probably something I'll send to you, like, in the middle of the night. What? Her height, because I do shit like that. All right, so. Nigga, it is the middle of the night. Well, that's true. I'm <laughs> not <laughs> the middle of the night. All right. Um, remember, millennials, in the words of the great Kanye West. Oh, God. Whether you are a hustler, a killer, a murderer, or a drug dealer. But wait a minute. Even if you are a stripper, Jesus walks for you. Mm, cute. All right, guys, it's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, We'll catch you next week, guys. Peace out. Bye.